Now, a new study has found the extreme rainfall that caused that dreadful flooding in Middleton last October was more than twice as likely to happen on account of climate change. And things could have been even worse for Middleton if it weren't for low tidal conditions at the time. Now, this study is a climate attribution analysis. It's the first of its kind in Ireland. It was carried out for RTE's primetime and their reporter, Una Smith, is here to tell us more. Una, what is this... Um, climate attribution analysis and what did the scientists find? So attribution science is about a decade old. It was evolved by a group called the World Weather Attribution Centre in Imperial College in London and they are collaborating with major institutions in Europe. And what they seek to do is look at any one extreme weather event like rainfall and flooding <clears throat> and they see that causes damage to people and property. And they seek to answer the question, what is the role of climate change in that particular event? And they have novel techniques in order to do this, to simulate weather conditions now, as opposed to what we can compare with pre-industrial times. And as we know to date, Met Aaron has always said we can't actually attribute any climate change to any one individual Mm -hmm. uh, weather event uh, because climate is, is much more long term than weather. But this uh, t- this study for the first time finds that we can attribute climate change and they seek to measure it. And here's Ben Clark from the World Weather Attribution Centre, who was the lead author of this study. We looked at this extreme rainfall that occurred over two days and drove the flooding in Middleton. Um, and we find that that has increased in likelihood by more than double and has increased in intensity and all due to climate change. So the warming we've seen since pre-industrial times to present day has really just amplified the rainfall that occurred on those couple of days. So the actual intensity Mm -hmm. that they found, the increased intensity of the rainfall was about 13%. That may not seem hugely significant, but according to these climate scientists, it is because if you consider it, it's rainfall across river catchments. And by the time that water accumulates and passes by towns like Middleton, where it caused catastrophic flooding, that can mean the difference between a river bursting its banks, banks and staying within them. And also what's interesting in terms of this report, it could have been much worse for Middleton if it weren't for the fact that actually Actually, there were low tides at the time the flooding happened. Yes, and, you know, despite the absolute devastation caused and the trauma that was caused, um, the, the authors say here it was actually effectively blind luck that it was low tide at the time. Um, the Storm Babette and the peak river flows hit at about midday. Low tide was an hour after that. So we can see from the, they looked at the river gauges and also the tidal gauges <clears throat> and up at the top of the town, they were about 2.5 metres above normal. That was where everybody was worst hit, the Tierclune estate, uh, you know, yeah. bridges were broken, walls were broken. There was utter chaos. And at the lower end of town, even though they were hit, it was only about 80 centimetres above normal. So so what the, what the authors say is, effectively, we need to prepare for the future because if a storm event was to hit at high tide, it could be even more catastrophic. And that's the question. What kind of future are we preparing for as, as temperatures rise? So, uh, yes, Peter Thorne, um, a professor of, uh, uh, in, of geography in Maynooth, essentially says that we need the whole point of these attribution studies is to try and see what we know about the frequency and the, the risk and likelihood of increased intensity. And here he is talking about that and what we need to do to prepare for it. If we are building infrastructure it's not enough to protect against today's climate we are in a shifting climate a shifting baseline we need to protect for the future and i suspect a lot of people will be watching your report tonight una very very closely because this is an issue that just doesn't affect middleton and people in east cork it's an issue for more and more people around the country
Yeah, we went down to Middleton actually to speak to people about uh, what this report was telling us and uh, we found people down there whose nerves are absolutely frayed. Every time it rains, they're just really concerned about what could be the next major event. Also, as you say, in the wider East Cork area, we went to speak to people in Castle Martin, Mogili, but even further afield, there were towns and villages affected. And what they're very worried about now is is the need for flood relief programmes and for them to happen sooner rather than later. They are very anxious about them. For example, the main Middleton flood relief programme, which was begun after a big flood in 2015, started in 2017. It's not yet delivered. It has to be reviewed in the light of Storm Babette. Uh, Cork County Council are also saying well, they're looking at interim measures for all of the towns and villages in that area. Um, the major ones for interim measures like floodgates and, and short term things we can do. However, that's nothing has happened yet in that regard. It's in process. They're seeking funding from the OPW. So the local people in that area have formed a group called Middleton East Cork Flood Action Group. And they were at the door last week, uh, you know, placing a petition before before politicians mm-hmm. there and saying they need urgent action. Here's Vivian Jeffers from that group. The time of taking action is now and we really, we, we, can't, we have the energy. We can't keep going. I can't go home and put my children to bed knowing that more could be done and it's not happening. It's very, very frustrating. You can hear the distress there, can't you? I mean, the impact all of this, you know, we talk a lot about climate and weather and research, but the impact on people's lives, that will be shown clearly in your report tonight. All right, Una Smith from Primetime, thank you very much indeed for that. And of course, Primetime on at half past nine on RTE1.